Hello, folks. Dustin Zarni here, Democratic Elections Commissioner in Onondaga County. Welcome to Commissioner in a Car, though, again, not in a car. Uh, some of you may be wondering about that, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm actually having a little car trouble. Uh, I've had, uh, um, about two weeks ago, I had a major repair needing me to be done with my car, and unfortunately, the, uh, I have a Chevy, and the United Auto Workers is out on strike. And that has made this particular part on national back order. And uh, I may not even have it um, for another week. I hope it's sooner. But so, yeah, I've been without a car for a couple of weeks. <laughs> not a great time to be without a car uh, right going into the election. But luckily, I have some great uh, friends who are helping me out. And also, uh, you know, I got modern, uh, uh, you know, conveniences like Uber and other things to get around. And, you know, this is an inconvenience for me, but I wholly support my brothers and sisters in the UAW and their strike. So if this is uh, part of that, so be it. So that's why I'm not in a car this week again. And I just wanted to, uh, you know, kind of address that. Uh, but today's Commissioner in a Car is about election deadlines and BOE budget woes. And I'm going to do the election deadlines first because I have a feeling once I get into the BOE budget woes, I might get a little verbose. Uh, so, uh, I want to get the important stuff out of the way. Um, and then I will respond to the budget that was passed by the Onondaga County Legislature, uh, this year. Um, this probably won't be my only response to that, but it is, uh, you know, we're fresh off of this and I want to, uh, address a couple of things that were said on, in, in today's session that I find, uh, horribly inaccurate. But, uh, that being said, Let's talk about BOE deadlines. The general election uh, today is four weeks away. Uh, so 28 days from now, we will have the November general election. Coming up this year is all the local uh, leaders, the, your county legislators, your county exec, county clerk, DA, uh, family court judges, county comptroller, uh and that's all over the county. And then, of course, you have your town and city races as well. So very important year. And traditionally, this is the cycle that is the least turnout of any of our four years. Um, so we'll have to see how this plays out uh, this year. Um, but there are some deadlines that I want to go over. Uh, and so you know how to take part in your election this year. Uh, First deadline I want to go over is uh, absentee balloting. So this is the first deadline that is coming up. If you want an absentee ballot, you have to request it online or uh, by mail, and it has to be received by the Board of Elections no later than October 23rd. Uh, that is uh, two weeks from today, or from yesterday. Uh, so, right, yeah, two weeks from yesterday. So uh, if you, if you, uh, want to do that by Monday, October 23rd, you have to have either um, sent in an application or requested it online if you want us to mail a ballot to you. Now, that is the legal deadline. Uh, we have a policy at the Onondaga County Board of Elections to continue to mail out ballots for applications that come in afterwards, but there is no guarantee that that will be done. So, I am telling you not to wait. If you think you're going to need a, uh, an absentee ballot, do it today. We mail them out on a daily basis, and then you'll have a time to send it back. If you want to come in person, where you're not doing it online, 
and you're not doing it uh, by mail, but you're coming in person and applying, and by the way, you could vote right away, um, it, then you can do that up until the day before the election. That's November 6th. Uh, and any time we're open. We're open 830 to 4.30 every day, but when early voting starts, and I'll go over that in a second, we'll be open during the early voting times as well if you need an absentee. Now, you may say, well, why wouldn't you early vote? Well, if you had COVID or some other communicable disease, and that's the reason why you need an absentee ballot, that's, a, that's another reason why uh, you will uh, want, to, want to do that. Um, uh, or need it for somebody else. You can get an absentee ballot for somebody else. You just have to have them fill out the application, and you can pick it up for them. You can also fill out the application online, but again, that ends on October 23rd. So in person up until November 6th, October 23rd, if you want it mailed. And then to mail your absentee back, you have to have it postmarked by Election Day, November 7th. Uh, this is very important. Uh, it has to be postmarked. Again, don't wait. Get it in uh, to us. Because if we receive it, by the way, by the Sunday before uh, Election Day, we will count it and be it'll be part of the election night returns on election night. So that's another reason why not to wait. So if you have an absentee ballot, you don't have to wait to fill it out. And by the way, once you request an absentee ballot, you can't vote on the machines anyways. So there's no reason to wait. So go ahead and vote. And if you want to, you know, that that is, uh, and get that turned in so those so that will count, especially if you're just not able. One of the reasons you you need this is because you're not able to go to the polls. The pandemic excuse does not work this year. That has been uh, eliminated. So just the fear of COVID uh, is not an excuse. Of course, if you have COVID, uh, that is an excuse. Or if you have some other infirmity or you're going to be out of town or you're a caregiver for somebody who's unable to get to the polls, these are all valid excuses. And that's all covered on the absentee ballot application. So check that out, okay? Um, so that's the first deadline, absentees. Let's talk about voter registration. Uh, the voter registration deadline is October 28th. It's also the first day of early voting, and I'll go into how that is kind of tied together. Uh, but if you need to move your registration, if you need to um, uh, change your party, although that won't matter for the general election, um, uh, or if you want to uh, you know, change your address, or if you're registering for the first time, October 28th is the last day to register, but that's in person. By mail, it's five days earlier, so it's October 23rd. Uh, so if you're going to register in person, then you need to uh, you, you, you can do that up until October 28th. But if you're going to mail it in or do it online, you have to do it by 15 days before the election, again, October 23rd. And that includes DMV online. That includes um, the... Uh, uh, you know, the new online Board of Elections uh, online. Uh, and by the way, if you're doing a DMV, you really have to do it the day before because we have to receive it by October 23rd. And if you do it on October 23rd, we won't receive it till October 24th. Of course, if you're already registered to vote and you miss this deadline, you can vote by affidavit ballot at your polling place and change your voter registration. And we will count those ballots after the election is over, but they will be counted. And in, in many cases, we saw this last year with the 10 vote race with John Mannion. Many cases, um, they are, um, you know, these affidavit ballots do make uh, the case, and we always count them. That's a myth that we don't count them. So registering to vote October 28th is the deadline. 
October 23rd is the deadline to mail it or do it online. Now, the in-person on October 28th is actually really important because early voting starts on October 28th. We have 10 early voting sites in Onondaga County. I'll go over more of that when we get closer to early voting. But October 28th is early voting, and that's the first time you can cast a vote in person on our new machines. Um, that uh, you have to, uh, you know, but if you have not registered to vote and show up on that first day to early vote, it's called Golden Day. And you'll be able to vote by affidavit ballot. And uh, if you vote by affidavit ballot, we will count those votes. So, uh, because you are registering and voting at the same time. And as long as you're allowed to register, uh, meaning that you are registered, uh, you're not registered, but you're eligible, uh, then, uh, you, you can, uh, you can actually do that. Yeah, my phone is blowing up. I forgot to hit the silence on notifications. My phone's always blowing up. Um, anyways, so, uh, there's that. Now, remember, if you're registered anywhere in New York State, you can vote by affidavit ballot starting on the early voting days on October 28th. So you can port your registration up here. This is important for students. Uh, if you forgot to move your registration up, but you're already registered somewhere else in New York State, you can vote by affidavit ballot at the polling places and it'll port your registration up to Syracuse or wherever you live and in Onondaga County. And that's where you'll be registered to vote from now on and your vote will count for this election. Uh, so October, early voting runs from October 28th to November 5th. It's uh, uh, nine days. Uh, we have uh, weekend hours and regular hours. We have nighttime hours. All of that is we'll, we'll cover in an early voting segment uh, closer to the to the to the deadline. But you can go to onvote.net and look at early voting. See the ten sites. You can go to any one of those ten sites and vote. So check that out. Uh, and then, of course, the final deadline that I'm going to talk to you about is uh, Election Day itself, um, November 7th. That is the day that you have to postmark your absentee, and that is the last day to go vote in person as well. Um, and if you uh, if you do mail your absentee, it has to be postmarked on November 7th, and it has to be in our office by November 14th. So those are the last few deadlines uh, that I wanted to talk about going into the general election. Um, and we'll be talking about those deadlines as they come up in Commissioner and Cars going forward. Uh, you know, next week we'll talk about the absentee deadline. The week after that, we'll probably talk about early voting. You know, we, we got a lot of content coming up that I'm going to be, uh, talking to you about, uh, over the next three weeks, uh, you know, four weeks really. Um, and, uh, but the next three Commissioner and the Cars is what I'm talking about. So those are the, that's the overview of the deadlines. So let me take a breath. And let's talk about the Onondaga County budget. You know, it's not all bad news, but it's uh, there are some real problems uh, with this Onondaga County budget and the Board of Elections. And there are some real problems in the way that it was characterized at today's session meeting about the participation or lack thereof of the Board of Elections in giving data to the Onondaga County Board of Elections or the Onondaga County Legislature. And um, I'm going to address that in a second. But first, I'm going to address what they did do. So we estimated our bipartisan uh, uh, testimony 
uh, we estimated that uh, the Onondaga County executive budget was about a million dollars off of what we need to properly run an election next year. Um, now, you know, I kind of went into a little bit about why that was. Uh, I also posted my testimony online, which went into tremendous detail about why that was, along with a spreadsheet that went down to the dollar amount that we were spending at every polling place uh, in terms of inspectors. So we, um, you know, we were about a million off. What the county legislature did today is they put $475,000 aside that if we need it, we have to go to them and ask for it next year. I don't mind that solution. I think it's about $500,000 off, but I don't mind that solution because it is, uh, you know, I'm very confident in the math that we gave them. But the two things that they, well, one thing that they didn't do and one thing that they said that I'm going to take a lot of issue here uh, is adding permanent staff. They did not add permanent staff. And uh, then they said that, and I'm going to quote Brian May, the leader of the Republican legislatures, on the record in the session said that the data that we submitted was woefully insufficient. That's his quote. That there is really no way to characterize that as just totally false. And you can see that by yourself. Go to my website, DustinZarney.com. Look under testimony, and you will see the testimony that we provided as a bipartisan staff. It was very detailed about why we needed more money, the statutes that uh, required us to staff election inspectors, how, how we came about with the figures, and also what the need was for it, for that. And uh, unfortunately, Mr. May didn't say what he felt was missing. He just said that it was woefully insufficient for them to understand. And uh, this is where I will point out that this county legislature, for the first time um, in the non-COVID years, for the very first time, did not ask the Onondaga County Board of Elections to have a budget hearing. You can see that for yourself. Again, go to my website. I have all my previous budget hearings on there uh, when Commissioner Sardo and Commissioner Walsh and I testified. Um, uh, so that that is all on there, and that's going back to 2000, uh, you know, in 13. Actually, I don't have some of the early ones because they didn't record the sessions uh, before in the last couple of years. But we have gone almost every year. The county legislature did not. Uh, invite us. In fact, I asked twice uh, to be invited, once before the county executive budget came out and once after the county executive budget came out. And we were denied a chance to come in and speak at the budget hearing. On top of that, uh, we were then told, and I have the letter from Mr. May, that uh, we needed to work out a deal with the county executive because the legislature could not come up with, um, could not understand the testimony that we provided. So even though we didn't have a public hearing, we, on September 15th, provided written testimony to the county legislature. And I say we because it was signed by both Commissioner Sardo and myself. And it was detailed. Our staff helped us put this together. It was elaborately detailed. On, and I even worked with... Uh, uh, people from the State Board of Elections to make sure that I was giving all the proper data and proper needs of our department to the 
uh, Board of Elections, or to the county legislature. And, you know, they, they, after the county executive budget came out, we gave some of this testimony, the same testimony to the county executive's office, to uh, the finance department, uh, to explain how, why their figures were wrong and requested a meeting with them. We did not get a meeting with them. We had a, a Zoom meeting with our budget analyst, who was very nice, um, but she's not a decision maker. And, uh, um, and we explained all of the um, details and we requested a meeting with Steve Morgan, the head of the budget department. That meeting was not uh, uh, accepted. Then we get this letter back from Brian May saying, hey, make a deal with the legislature. And I pointed out that we've already tried, but I would do that again. And I sent out, I believe, five emails over two weeks' time uh, requesting to meet with Steve Morgan, Bob Durr, and County Executive uh, uh, Ryan McMahon. And uh, they did not even bother to respond to those emails. So then we get in, then I finally sent out a final letter a couple days ago to the entire body of the Onondaga County Legislature detailing that the issues are and also uh, even offering this idea of going into contingency. Uh, and I'm glad that they did that. I, mean, I want to be very clear that putting 475000 in, in contingency is a good start, but we're still a million short. So it leaves us about 525000 maybe 575000 short uh, of our projections. And the biggest problem is they did not add any permanent staff to our woefully insufficient Board of Election staff. And... You know, Mr. May uh, is a very busy guy. Maybe he didn't have time to read the, the testimony. But on top of the testimony, the county legislature gets an annual report, by the way, also available on my website, also available on the Onondaga County Board of Elections website that we release every June. Uh, and uh, in that annual report, it outlines where we are uh structurally insufficient as compared to other counties. And what do I mean by that? So one of the things I take the most offense to is that Mr. May's insistence that, um, you know, that we provided woefully insufficient data. I pride myself on the data that our department uh, provides. We have one of the best websites in New York State. We put all this data on there, and all of this data is available. But we have also had open communication with the legislature about these issues. Uh, and we have an annual report. We have our budget testimonies. We've done all of this. And we also usually come and talk to the legislature. And it was their decision not to have us come and talk this time. But let's talk about that data. So the Onondaga County Board of Elections has 20 full-time employees. Uh, that is not a lot. We have 305,000 registered voters. Now, Onondaga County is kind of a weird county. Uh, where we sit at 305,000 is in between several counties at 200,000 voters, and then the next big county above us is Monroe County, which has about 480,000 voters. And all of the data I'm about to give you, again, is on our website, onvote.net. If you go into the statistics file, there is a uh, spreadsheet there called New York State Budget Employee Comparisons. I've been keeping this for the last six or seven years, and this is all based on data that is directly given to us by the New York State Board of Election in their annual report. So the 
The county above us, Monroe County, has 480,000 voters. We have 305,000 voters. We have 20 employees. They have 52 employees. Now, you may say, well, they have a lot of more voters than us, so they obviously have to have more employees from us. Yes, but our ratio is still a little bit off. But, um, okay, I'll give you that point. So let's talk about the, the counties that are below us. We have Dutchess County, Albany County, and um, uh, Dutchess County, Albany County, and Rockland County. All, all of them have about 200,000 voters, a little bit below, a little bit above 200,000 voters. Those counties, and then, of course, there's Oneida County. It has about two, well, actually, sorry, not Oneida County. There's Orange County as well. Uh, that has 240,000 voters, that is also woefully insufficient. So Orange County has about 17 full-time employees for their 240,000 voters. Their ratio of uh, Board of Elections employee to uh, full-time employees is actually better than ours. We're the worst ratio in the state. Um, but if you look at Rockland, Duchess, and... Uh, um, and uh, Rockland, Duchess, and uh, um, Albany County, they actually have more employees than us, despite losing, having about two-thirds of our uh, voter uh, registration. That is, you know, and, and why is voter registration important? Because every time, every voter requires us to do more more work. Voter registration forms, more polling places, more polling machines, more, uh, you know, more activity. All of this requires more work. So it's not like they just, people are just sitting around and if you have less, you know, it, it, that, so what do we have about a third more voters than somebody? We're not going to have that much work. No, we have 145 polling places. We have more polling places than these counties. We have more machines than these counties. We have more uh, voter registration forms that we process annually than these counties. And the fact that they have the same amount of uh, workers that we have, or actually even more, Albany County has 29 full-time workers to our 20. Uh, Duchess, uh, Rockland has 22, and Duchess has 21. Uh, so they all have more than us. And you may ask, well, how do they have an odd number? Uh, some of these counties give part-time uh, employees. We don't have any part-time here, and so those part-times are counted as a half. So, um, again, all that data on the website. But, so to talk about that they didn't have this data, I gave this gave them this data several times a year and in our uh, testimony as well. But now we just, you know, we asked for six more employees, which would have gotten us to 26, which is about where we should be in a ratio. It's still woefully insufficient. We'd still be one of the least staffed board of elections in the state in terms of full-time uh, uh, employees to uh, to voter registration. But it would have got us close there. But then the Democrats actually offered a compromise. They said, just give us two people that will work in the warehouse, what we call custodians at our, at our board of elections. Those two custodians are, uh, that would have paired with our other two custodians to have four people in the warehouse. This is very important because Dutchess County, again, about two thirds the less polling places, you know, or one third less polling places, you know, less machines than us, less uh, equipment than us. They have four people in their warehouse. Uh, uh, Rockland County, again, about 100,000 less voters than us. They have six people in their warehouse. And this kind of investment 
is needed, especially since we spent all this money on new voting equipment. Having just two people in our warehouse is beyond woefully insufficient, to use a term that Mr. May uh, liked. So, um, that, you know, and again, this data was all given to them. And to be, to say that we gave them woefully insufficient data is uh, disingenuous at best. Um, and just not something that anybody who watches this program will, will know that I would ever do. <laughs> because I like data. Data's good. Data helps us uh, figure out where the issues are. Their problem is they didn't like the data because it, it, it did show that there was a major issue with this county executive budget and with the historical staffing numbers that Onondaga County gives the Onondaga County Board of Elections. Now, I'm not the only department that feels this way, I'm sure, um, although the other department heads are can be fired by the county executive and I cannot, so I have a little bit more freedom uh, to talk about what our uh, needs are in, in, our, uh, in, in our department. But we also have statewide uh, apples to apples comparisons of what other boards of elections have done over the last five years and they've staffed up. I actually agree with Leader May about that New York State needs to pay for some of this. And by the way, I uh, travel every year on my own dime to testify to say just that. And you know that because I've covered that. Um, but to say that uh, they didn't get the data from the Board of Elections and they don't know whether we need more permanent employees, when that data is absolutely hitting them smack dab in the face every year in our annual report and every year in our budget testimony is just a blatant, blatant mischaracterization about what has happened. And I can't sit here and stand for that. Um, and I Now, next year... We, I believe we are short on the 103 line by still about 300 to 400,000. That's where we pay our election inspectors out of. So after our two primaries that we will have, we'll have one in April and one in June, we'll have to go back to the county legislature and say, here's how much we spent, here's much, how much we anticipate spending, are you going to move that money into our accounts now? And if they don't, we're still going to spend that money because we're legally mandated to field so many different inspectors to hold an election. This isn't like something that we're just making up. Uh, we're legally mandated to process voter registrations. We're legally mandated to field these inspectors. Um, and we will be spending a lot of money on overtime with the staff that we have. Um, and this is something that is like it's just a human cost because since 2019, we've spent a, a lot more on overtime than we've ever done before. And our staff is tired, and they are um, leaving. We've had lots of people leave. Uh, we've had a lot. This is a, a national trend um, because it is hard to uh, to work on these uh, timelines. So, uh, you know, these are things that um, that I'm I'm very uh, in, in, excited about, in, agitated about because the data is there. They have the data, and they've decided not to have it. Now, who voted against? Uh, you know, who voted against this increase in the in the county budget, uh, board of elections? Well, all the Republicans, with the exception of Ken Bush, who is our uh, who is a, a Republican out in El Elbridge. He's a, known to be an independent and uh, a very um, uh, you know a very good uh, person. You know, and uh, I, I probably. Just lost them some votes for me saying that, but it is 
I know that he's taken um, an independent look at all things when it comes to the county. And so I, I thank him for that. And the six Democrats were champions for the Board of Elections um, in, in both sides uh, of the staff. But the county GOP legislatures and the county executive um, just decided not to listen to us and not to read our testimony and not to take it into account is what I understand. So uh, what's next? Well, we're going to have to see what this is next year's budget. We have an election this year that we have to to finish. And uh, then when we go into next year, we're going to start spending this money and we're going to have to see. I don't think there's any hope of getting any permanent employees. But if you don't like this uh, outcome, then, uh, you know, you need to find out who your county legislators are and, and talk to them. Um, that right now, New York State um, did not pass the minimum staffing bill that we were hoping. New York State Senate did. New York State Assembly did not. So there's another avenue to talk to is uh, your state representatives to talk about uh, setting standards for staffing statewide. So this kind of shenanigans at the budget level will not uh, exist. Um, so these are the kind of things that need to be done. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, but in the meantime, we at the Board of Elections are just going to go forward. We're going to make it work. We always have. We always will. Uh, we've uh, found ways to, to do more with less over our time here, and we'll continue to do so. Uh, and I'm proud of the work that we do. And, you know, we only spend about $10 per voter in Onondaga County. Again, compared to the $16 in Dutchess and $21 in Albany and $22 in Rockland, we have a woefully uh, insufficient budget. And it's not because of the state mandates. It's just because that's the way it's always been here in, in Onondaga County. But our state mandates asking us to do more has made it almost impossible to do the job but we will continue to do so because that is our promise to you. And that's what I took an oath of office to do and what the other side took an oath of office to do, uh, the Republican staff who are working just as hard. Um, so uh, that's what we're going to continue to do. But I wanted to give you an update and my first reaction on the budget. I'm still weighing what else I can do. Um, you know, the budget's over now. Uh but uh, that doesn't mean the fight for good elections is over. We're going to continue to fight. I'm going to continue to make this case. I'm going to uh, continue to give the data to the county legislatures that they say that they need. Uh, and I hope that they will read it. So that's all I got. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Commissioner Carr. Hopefully next week on Commissioner Carr, I'll actually be in my car. Uh, although the part's not in yet, so I don't know. Um, and... Uh, Next week, we'll be talking about the absentee ballot deadline on Commissioner Carr. On Thursday, I'll be talking to the Skinny Atlas Democrats. Uh, my Zoom with Zarni with Skinny Atlas Democrats. Uh, a great interview. I can't wait for you to see that. They're really doing some good work out there in Skinny Atlas. Uh, they have Chris Legg, who's running for supervisor, and Ralph DeMossi running for uh, judge out there. So check that out. Uh, weekly Wonk. This weekend will be the Weekly Wonk on a Doggy County Ledge 15. My... My dogs are very excited about the Weekly Wong. Uh, Onondaga County Ledge 15 will be this weekend. Uh, it'll be kind of wrapping up all my political subdivisions for races that have competitive seats um, this year. So uh, and then I'll be going into some overviews of Onondaga County and, and Syracuse once again to go into the general election. 
So check that out this weekend. I did uh, County Ledge 10 last weekend out in Manlius. Uh, so that's up at DustinZarney.com. Make sure you uh, go over there. You can subscribe. You'll get an email notification anytime I post something. I post election news. I post, of course, my content and testimony and all of that kind of stuff, too. So if you're really into that, check it out. It's always free. I never take ad revenue, and I will never have a subscription price because it's part of my public outreach and education for you, the voters of Onondaga County. So thanks so much, and enjoy your day. Bye-bye. <laughs>